This call is being recorded. Good morning, team. So grateful that you guys jumped on this morning. I truly am. Um, I've had the pleasure to get to know so many of you and your individual stories. Um, it's truly been one of the biggest honors of my life. And woven into those stories are times of extreme joy and times of struggle. The majority of them at one point include struggle, a low point, and then a journey built on chapters written to find that, find that true happiness and success that escaped you up to that point. There's so many good ones, and I'd love to share them with you, but uh, um, one thing that I do when someone speaks to me in confidence is that it goes in the vault. Some of you are going to completely relate to this call because of your own experiences. And for others, it will be exactly what you need to hear at this moment. And there will be a few of you that are somewhat indifferent. My hope is that you understand that having to dig deep and to get through challenging times is just part of the game. Not only is it necessary, it is extremely rewarding once you prevail. Um, some of us learn it early in life and others later, later in life. Um, it wasn't until I was about 41 that I faced my true first challenge. Knowing what I know now, honestly, I wish I would have faced it earlier in life. But we've all been there and we've all learned some of the best lessons through those difficult times. What I can tell you is that anyone who has had any kind of real success has had their share of failure. Now, I was reminded of this over the weekend when I picked up and started reading Principles by Ray Dalio. Now, this was part of my seven life hacks that I wanted to get done by the end of the quarantine. Um, now, he starts this book with his bio. About the first 110 pages, he writes his story. And he includes in that how he crashed big time during 1982 after he had made a huge, wrong, and very public call on an investment position which cost him everything. As he recounted that time in his life, he said, what happens after we, we crash is most important. Successful people change in ways that allow them to continue to take advantage of their strengths while compensating for their weaknesses. And unsuccessful people don't. He goes on to say that over the years, I found that the most extraordinary people I've ever had, that I've ever met, had similar painful failures that taught them the lessons that ultimately shaped them and helped them to succeed. Breakdowns create breakthroughs. So why am I bringing this up now? It's obvious that we have entered into a time that we will never forget. We are starting to realize that we will not be re-entering the same world we experienced pre-quarantine, and we realize that we will need to adapt. The powerful thing about entering a time of uncertainty is that it forces you to think. When things are going well, most people, the 97%, just go through the motions. They get through the day and they don't spend any time in thought and self-evaluation. 
you cannot create what you want without thought. In fact, the success formula that I subscribe to and teach is very simple. It's thoughts create those feelings of what you want, get you excited, and it's those feelings that create the action, okay? And it's the action that we all put into our lives and our business that in turn creates the results. The seed for long-lasting growth starts in thought. And that is why so many changes in society and to individuals occur after a time of disruption and uncertainty. People are forced to think, and that's what starts the creation process. After 9-11, the financial crash of 2007 and 2008, and other times of disruption, we've always come back stronger. The bigger the challenge, the change has always been the most significant. There will, there will be opportunity as a result of this period of time that we are experiencing right now. The question is, are you willing to grab it? The COVID-19 virus will, re will be remembered for how it changed how we live and how we communicate. It's forcing us to embrace a virtual world five to 10 years before we were expected to. I've read of companies that may not go fully back to an office environment post-quarantine. How will our education change? How will we entertain? How will we shop? How will we view and, con and consume content? That's all changed permanently. Look at yesterday's example. Many of us live streamed Andre Bocelli on YouTube and found the experience mind-blowing. Our industry has changed in probably for good. As real estate brokers, it's time to fully and permanently embrace virtual methods to procure properties for our clients and market our listings. It's all changed. Talented and highly productive agents will solidify their role in the transaction with the, if, they, if, they, if they change with these times. Let me say that again because I've been getting that a lot from people, people asking this question. Talented and highly productive agents will solidify their role in the transaction if they change with the times. It's my opinion that most buyers will see less properties on site before they purchase. More people will entertain contracts or enter contracts sight unseen. They will rely on their talented and skilled broker to personally shop for them, virtually show them the contenders, and then accompany, accompany them on the few finalists. You will need to market your listings with all of this in mind. You will need to prove to the market that you can execute in this new playing field. Each property also has a good story. 
And good marketing means that you need to become a good storyteller. The transaction will be fully streamed, streamlined and the broker will continue to be the quarterback. Lending is changing. Closings have changed. Will it ever go back to the old model? Not sure, but there will at least be a hybrid. With all of this change, your personal brand and your brokerage has never been more important to you. This change is happening right before our eyes and you will be ne you'll need to be quick to react before you have your real estate heart attack. I feel strongly that if you have a transactional mindset, you will get crushed. Your clients, your clients will expect more from you. They will need to trust you at an entirely new level. You need to become an even further extension of them during the process. I want to give you guys some things to think about today. I have a list of questions for you to ponder, to push you to think. This is a time to be to self-evaluate, right? For some of you, your goals will crystallize. For others, your goals will have completely changed. Grab that journal and let's get some heavy lifting done. So how are you doing? No, really, how are you doing? If I was to ask you what you want out of, out of your business, could you tell me? How has that changed from 45 days ago? Are you, in, are you ready to embrace the change? How do you see your business changing? Do you have the skills for this new virtual world? If not, which skills do you need to learn immediately? You already have the basic skills for this new virtual world. Where can you level up? If, if your buyer identifies a property and wants you to conduct a virtual showing for them today, could you do it right now? Do you, have all, do you all have the needed software to be elite? Are you a good storyteller? When you obtain these skills, how will you let your clients know that you can operate virtually? What features in a home are more important now than they were 45 days ago? How will this change how people live in their home? You need to know this. You need to think about this. You need to think about it before your clients are thinking about it. The better you can answer these questions now, the better off you will be this year, in three years, in five years, and 10 years from now. Breakdowns create breakthroughs. 
Team, I just want to reiterate the change that we are going to see as a result of this pandemic will be swift and unforgiving. There, if there was ever a time to be a relationship-based agent, it is now. If there was ever a time to become a good marketer, it is now. If there was ever a time to build a personal brand that is trustworthy, it is now. If your clients don't know you, if they don't like you, and if they don't trust you, you will struggle mightily. On the other hand, if your clients know you, they like you, and they really trust you, friends, you're going to crush it. You got to go deep right now to win, though. Some of you know this about me and others don't, but the main driving force for me to get into leadership in 2013 was because leadership at the brokerage level in the first seven years of my career was nowhere to be found. I guess I didn't really know what I needed until 2007. The team and I were that I was on, we were learning together on how to manage the, that disruption of the time. But at the end of the day, we were, we were all fighting our own battles. I made that decision in 2013 after a lot of thought. And I realized that what I had learned between 2007 and 2013, that maybe I could help fill that leadership void in our industry. Maybe I could provide some value I could pose some questions like the ones I asked you above. I could motivate people to think, to push them to strive to be better, to be the best version of themselves. It was the best decision I ever made for myself. I've been desperate during times of massive change and uncertainty. That breakdown became my breakthrough. And I am so grateful that I got my head handed to me during that time. It was so difficult, but it shaped me into who I am today. Now, I can honestly say that I'm going to really enjoy watching all of you write these next chapters of your story. I have no doubt that I will see more superstars emerge out of this. You are so perfectly positioned to take market share. The question, again, will you seize this opportunity? Will you let this time of uncertainty break you down, or will this chapter in your story be your breakthrough? And yes, that was another question for you to ponder. To follow up on Ray Dal what Ray Dalio said, successful people change in ways that allow them to continue to take advantage of their strengths while compensating for their weaknesses. And unsuccessful people don't. Ladies and gentlemen, it's really that simple. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you soon. If you need me, you got my number. I'll talk to you later. Bye.